Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. So this is an episode I did actually in our Facebook group, and I recorded it, and I think you need to hear it here as well. If you're not in our Facebook group, you should be, which you can find over at missingpeacepodcast.com. We do all sorts of educational trainings like this every single week. And of course, if you go to missingpeacepodcast.com, you can see what's going on with our metaphysique program, pretty much anything we do online or yeah, pretty much all of our web presence is there. So (laughs) go check it out. Now, um, what we're talking about today is how, how much does it matter if I get stronger? You know, because a lot of times, especially if you're listening here, you're probably a parent, right? You got a career. You're not probably not trying to break a world record deadlift. And at a certain point, going super, super heavy, it's like, man, well, what if I hurt myself? What if I hurt my back? This and that. And so all I did is I want to lay out context to good reasons, you know, you know, why getting stronger is good when it's not as necessary and really how it all fits into a balanced program and kind of lets you decide when it's time to put your foot on the gas and when it's time to back off a little bit and switch gears. So I hope you enjoy. It's honestly one of my favorite topics topics to talk about, which is balancing performance with aesthetics with our health. So without further ado, here is the episode. All right. So today we're talking about does it, you know, does it really matter how strong I get? You know, so a lot of times when people, when we get them into the strength training game or like, or, or really a lot of people come to us for body composition and kind of like overall life optimization, you know, I want to feel better. I want to look better. Uh, my back is starting to hurt. My knees are starting to hurt. So it's like, I want to be able to move freely. Right. And I want to look better. And so we're like, okay, cool. You know, there's obviously we talk about our nutrition stuff. And then when we get to the exercise stuff, you know, we, we, we definitely emphasize strength training. And a lot of times people are like, okay, that's cool. But like, I don't need to be the world's strongest man. I don't need to deadlift 500 pounds. I don't need to bench press my body weight, all this stuff, right? Totally get it. And you don't, <laughs> you definitely don't have to do any of that. But what I want to do today is provide some context around the balance, I suppose, between health and the way we look and then performance, and then kind of give the pros and cons, not even cons, but like give, give the balance point of each, why, why they matter and what, what, how they feed your soul basically. (laughs) So, you know, we can start by saying, you know, there's definitely the three, like you want to be healthier, you want to look better and you want to perform better. What, what do, what do, what do all those even really mean? Right? So health is kind of like, we say it because we think we should say it, (laughs) you know, like, I I want to be healthier, you know, which is a a noble goal, but like, it's really hard to define. Generally speaking though, in America or in the West in general, healthier means losing weight. Like that's, if if you're, if you're overweight or if you're obese, getting into a healthy, you know, BMI, a healthy weight range for your height is the number one thing you can do for your health. So it's kind of cool that that is often paired with the aesthetic. So just by by nature of losing weight, you're getting healthier and you're going to look better. You're going to look more athletic. You're going to look more fit and healthy. And so that's two, that's, those are two really good things. 
So a lot of times you were like, well, can't we just sort of live over there with our program, live over there on that side of the spectrum? Does it really matter how well I perform? You know, does it really matter if I deadlift 500 pounds? And so the short answer is no. But the long answer, of course, is a little bit more nuanced than that. And so I would, you know, I, I definitely would encourage you to, to picture this as a Venn diagram where it's like, you know, three overlapping circles and there's health and there's performance and there's aesthetics and there's there's an overlap in the middle. And that's that's sort of where we live. And you got to realize that if you go more towards any one circle, you are going to lose out on some of the other ones. What do I mean by that is, yes, if you go to the extreme end of performance and you go all in on getting your barbell numbers as high as they should go, you're going to come a little bit away from health. Like your joints are going to start to hurt at the upper range of those motions, right? Or if you go all towards aesthetics, you know, all to, and I just want to get as lean as possible, like veins everywhere, abs everywhere, well, you're going to pull a little a little away from health there too. And you're certainly going to pull away from performance. You're not going to perform the best when you're starving, right? And so oftentimes when people look at figure competitors or bodybuilders, something like that, or even fitness models, like at that moment, on that day of the photo shoot, on that day of the competition where they're on their stage, where they're on the stage, like flexing and looking lean as hell, they are weak. They are weak as hell. And they'll all tell you that. And, they're, and that's really not good for you. From a health perspective, you know, in performance wise, I remember I was shocked the first time I saw this. It was at a gym I was working out of, um, big powerlifting gym. So for those that don't know, powerlifting is deadlifting, squatting, and bench pressing with a barbell. Like that's that's the competition, and you see how you, you see you go for your total is called like the number that you can lift in all three lifts, whatever. And I thought, oh, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Like I'm into getting stronger and, and, uh, you know, obviously like if you can do all those things, like you're an athlete, you know what I mean? And so anyway, this gym I'm working at, they're hosting a powerlifting meet at the gym. They're hosting a powerlifting meet that Saturday. And I am in the gym on that Friday training people and all the people who are competing in this meet were, were lining up to do their weigh-ins the next day, you know, or for the next day, right? So you can weigh in on Friday to, to determine what weight class you'll be lifting in. And then you would actually do the lifting on Saturday. And what I saw was people with like two liters of Mountain Dew, people with Little Caesars pizzas, people with whole bags of cookies. And what they would do is they would just starve themselves to get down 10, 15 pounds. You know what I mean? To get into a little bit lower weight class for whatever, a week or so, uh, maybe more, I don't know, jump on the scale. And as soon as they were off the scale, they would eat as much food and specifically as much sodium as possible to bloat up and become as heavy as possible. And that was, that was like, I guess I knew that extreme performance wasn't necessarily good for your health, but that was the moment it jumped out to me. I'm like, dang, like these, this is not, that is not a healthy way to approach this. Right. And so I kind of, you know, and I was relatively young at that point, and I still, you know, was chasing a lot of numbers and strength and stuff like that. And I was like, man, um, it might be a good idea to rethink how I approach this, right? Like maybe just going all in in one category like strength doesn't really matter, or one category like performance doesn't really matter. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, man, how how do I balance that? And where, you know, why would anybody ever want to get stronger? Or why would anybody ever care about their aesthetics? Or why would anybody ever care about their health? Because I remember too, a lot of a lot of those folks 
were overweight, like straight up. You know what I mean? And they didn't, a lot of them didn't even look like they lifted, right? So it's kind of funny. Like they're at this, this, this fitness convention or fitness event, I guess you could call it. They, they literally, like, if you put them in a normal lineup of normal Americans, you wouldn't be able to decipher, like, which ones worked out or which ones didn't, right? That, that was where, that's, and this is powerlifting specific, but you get the point, right? Like, there's a balance between how you perform, how you look, and your overall health. And so, you know, just, just to paint, like, the other dichotomy is if you focused on nothing but your health, if you focus on, like a lot of people ask me all the time, well, like, you know, aren't, you know, aren't free weights bad or, or are, are like our machines bad or are free weights better? Or, you know, what about getting injured, this and that? Like, look, I'm going to be real with you. If you literally just cared about your health, if you there, like, there's a certain amount of muscle you need on your body that you just don't really need any more beyond that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you can look at some of the indigenous tribes around the world to see like kind of what our ancestors looked like before we had weights and a shitload of food and stuff like that. Like you don't need a ton of muscle to just go around and be healthy. So if you just wanted to optimize your health, you know, hey, I don't throw your career out the window. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like you, you need you need nine, nine and a half hours of sleep a day. Um, but, you know. You would, you could just do enough strength training exercises to keep enough muscle on your body to move it. So it's like literally some body weight squats, some lunges for balance, some push ups to keep some muscle on your upper body, maybe some chin ups and stuff if you can do them. And then, you know, no cardio. Like you, you would just walk for cardio. That's, you know, a little bit more how we were designed. And that would be it. And you would get, you know, you would be healthy, like none of your joints would hurt, right? And you would be a healthy weight, but you wouldn't even really look like you exercised in your, in performance when you, know, you wouldn't be anything special in terms of performance. So when I look at all this stuff, what I'm looking at is how do I balance it in a way that makes sense for me in the season of life that I'm in? And when I'm, you know, talking about this stuff with clients, I'm really just trying to help them understand the pros and cons of sort of each one and then helping them formulate a plan to to kind of go after what they want. And so a lot of times, you know, we look at these things, we're like, hey, does it matter if I get stronger? Does it matter how I look? Look, man, you don't have to plant your flag in the sand and just like stay in one area forever. You know, so we really we're, we're big into the seasonal approach. And so. If I look at a performance perspective, specifically, you know, when is a good time to chase performance and how do I go about chasing performance, you know, in a way that is meaningful to me? And so, and specifically, I guess today, uh, we're talking about strength training. So, all right, here's, here's what I'll say. We'll, we'll take it, we'll take it back to the top now that you have a little bit of that context. But, you know, most people come to us for health and aesthetics, straight up. Like I'm, I'm not a perform. like Olympians don't seek me out for high performance, you know, in terms of that, like, that's not what goes down. Like we work with the general population who's like, I want to be healthier and I want to look better in the roles that we're performing are like parents are, you know, in our career. Like we want to optimize our performance there. You know what I mean? So looking better feeds into that for sure. And, you know, sort of just having more energy, being in less pain. Um, those are really the performance benefits they're after. And so, you know, we, we, we always, not always, but like we pretty much always start with a nutritional intervention. 
You know what I mean? We're like, all right, let's dial in your nutrition because that's going to give you the energy. Like that's going to get the body fat off of you. Um, and then let's let's ease into this exercise here. And, and the exercise that we do is, you know, skews towards the aesthetic a little bit. Like we, we build a foundation of moving better, you know, with core strength and, and, and just overall general movement. So you, you know how to move your body. And then we layer some strength training on top of it so that you can build a little bit of muscle, which is going to help you look better and get a little bit stronger, right? That being said, that being said, if you've been in this game for a minute, or even if you haven't, even if you just, the, your brain is wired a certain way, you're, you, you're going to get a little bit bored maybe at times simply chasing aesthetics in the gym, right? And so it's, maybe it's already been determined that, ah, you know, I don't need to hold a world record in the bench press, or I don't need to hold a world record in you know, the, the, the squat or, you know, I'm just using strength examples, but I don't need to hold the world record in a marathon, like whatever it is. Right. But at the same time, what those allow me to do is they, they might, those goals might light me up. You know what I mean? It might make my soul come alive to have a little bit more of a, of a performance goal to chase after, because if we're just in the gym chasing aesthetics, um, well, I mean, those come very slowly. To be, to be honest with you. So that's why we have people take pictures and stuff so you can see the changes. But like, you know, there's not always definitive benchmarks. So what we do, we set up an aesthetic program that makes sure that you're getting stronger week to week and month to month. But at the same time, for some people, they're like, man, that's not enough. Like I need something to chase. And I, that, my friends, is where it can become really fun to go after performance. And so so what we can do is we set up goals, whether they're cardio based about running races or just running longer distances, or we set up strength goals, you know, whether it's about deadlifting, whether it's about chin ups is another really popular one or push ups or whatever the case is. But if you can build a program around one specific performance goal or one specific strength goal, what it does for you is it keeps you mentally engaged. And I think that's the part so many people miss is we are so used to checking out mentally for lack of a better word in our fitness right so it's like man we think we have to just burn all these calories so it's like that's why you go to the gym and you see people doing stupid shit like burpees in between their sets or you know whatever it is they do because they're like man it's just got to be this huge calorie burning session that's the that's the only reason that they're there to work out and so that's gonna suck so therefore i need to check out mentally so i can suffer through this and what having an actual performance goal allows you to do. Oh, and one more thing too, on the calorie burning side, you never know when enough is enough. You can always burn another calorie. You can always stay for five more minutes and do a bunch more jumping jacks or whatever it is people do. Like you could always do that, right? But when you are on the performance side of things, you are working a specific plan. So it allows you to check in, to engage mentally, which keeps you... Um, which keeps you consistent, which keeps you excited for the plan in which leaves the guesswork at home. Because when you're doing a, a, a specific run program or a specific strength program, coach tells you what to do. You know what the outcome is that you're looking for with each strength session. And you can just work on that session brick by brick. And you can just build brick by brick until it's time to test and get that PR again. It takes all that stress out of, did I do enough? Because you know exactly what the outcome was you were looking for. You know exactly what you're supposed to get out of that session. And boom, you go in there, you knock it out. And then you go home and you recover and you knock it out for the next session. So 
so, you know, that being said, it's like, where, where does this all fit in with, with the whole triad, I guess, of health and, you know, aesthetics and performance. And it's like, well, I mean, generally speaking, to a certain extent, getting stronger is, is going to help, is going to help you build more muscle, which is going to feed your aesthetics. Generally speaking, getting stronger is good for your health. And for our population, for our people, you know, we only really recommend backing off of any one area when it essentially begins to affect other areas of your life. You know what I mean? And so, um, if, if somebody's like, Hey, I, I want to deadlift X amount of weight. And we're like, awesome. You know what I mean? We build a program. They're getting after it. They're, they're testing out, they're hitting some new PRs, but you know, after a while they kind of plateau and, and then they start getting some feeling run down. Maybe they start getting some joint pain. We're going to tell the person like, Hey, it's time to back off a little bit and take a season to recover. Right. And so focusing on health, and you can still, the cool thing is they all tie together. They all tie together. So it's like, if I take a season, I can just make it full circle. If I take a season to just put like for me, like my aesthetics, um, to put on as much muscle as possible and lose as much fat as possible. That's, that's how, well, that's, that's the formula for all of us. Like that's, that's what looking aesthetic is, is putting on muscle and losing body fat. Right. So I could take a season to focus on that. Now, you know, in the, in the fat loss phase, my performance will take a hit to a certain degree. Um, but you know, I'm in the gym slowly getting stronger, slowly building muscles. So I have some new muscle built. I can then take a season uh, of performance and be like, Hey, I want to take this new muscle that I built. And guess what? I'm tired of being in a fat loss phase. I'm going to go back to maintenance calories and I want to f- use those calories to fuel performance. And so now I can fuel whatever performance you want. Now for me, I'm, um, you know, I'm really like, I have the itch to get stronger actually at the moment, but for the most part, like I'm going to, I'm going to be real with you. My back is jacked up and it has been since I was in a car accident 10 years ago. And, um, and then, you know, years of getting my ass kicked on the jujitsu mats has left my spine not feeling great. So it's like strength is kind of out for me and I'm really kind of in the running thing right now. So I'm like, cool, let's say I build as much muscle as possible, get as aesthetic as possible. Now I want to go for a season where I want to run. Now I have plenty of calories because I'm not in a fat loss phase anymore. And mentally I can shift to a performance mode and I'm really engaged in this run program. But you could do the same thing. Maybe you're, maybe you're like, dude, I will never run a step in my life. Cool. Maybe then you take a season where like you build up your deadlift and you build up your chin-ups and you build up your pull-ups or your push-ups or whatever it is. And you take a season and you go all in on that, you know? And then after a while, A, you, you, know, you, you might get bored. Uh, B, you might take it all the way to the edge where it starts negatively impacting your life because you're feeling run down or you're feeling sore, you're feeling achy. Uh, or maybe you actually hit your PR, or you do hit your PR and it's just time to take a back off season. And then you would take a season where you're just kind of focused on health, which could mean a lot of different things where it's like, Hey, you know, if I spent a whole season working on um, strength, if I spent a whole season working on strength trading, you know, deadlifting and squatting on two feet, maybe a season of health looks like working on some single leg stuff, single leg deadlifts and split stand squats and things like that, that bring, you know, stability and athleticism back in the picture, which help my long-term, you know, lower back health and core health and that sort of stuff. Right. And maybe that's what my season of health looks like. So the point is, 
you can you don't have to plant your flag and be one thing. You can and really, ideally, we are all kind of doing seasonally some sort of approach like this where it's like, hey, I'm going to take I'm going to take a time to pursue this. I'm going to take a time to pursue that. I'm going to take a time to pursue that. But we know, like if you have the right coaches, you know, and they're informing you of what exactly you're looking to get out of that season. And you know, you know what the trade-offs are, right? You know what the trade-offs are. And then you know when it's time to move on to the next season. And so I guess the title of this was, does it really matter how strong I get? Or something like that. I can't remember what I titled it. But the answer is, I mean, not really, but having a performance goal can mentally engage you. Having a performance goal might set you on fire in here. Having a performance goal might be empowering as all hell. Like, I'm going to tell you right now from our years owning the gym and stuff like that, we, uh, there was nothing cooler than seeing women hit their chin up for the first time. You know what I mean? Like that, like the look on their face, the feeling of empowerment, that was amazing. Or women who came in and who were like, oh, this is too heavy for me. Um, You know, I usually do the 10 pound dumbbells at my blah, blah, blah boot camp class. And then, you know, a couple months later, we'd have them, you know, deadlifting their body weight, deadlifting 200 pounds, deadlifting, you know, whatever, 250, whatever, it doesn't matter. The feeling of empowerment was amazing. And the paradigm shift of get, of getting away from, oh, I'm only in the gym to, to, to take up less space by burning more calories to I am an athlete perform, you know, building my performance brick by brick with each intentional workout. That shift is what matters the most because that shift is what keeps you engaged and that shift is what allows you to set your eyes forward and say, hey, this is what I'm capable of building and I'm moving in that direction. Whereas when I'm just in the gym doing burpees and burning calories on the Stairmaster, I'm moving away from, I'm just like, oh, I've got to, I got to burn off whatever I ate yesterday. And that's just, A, physiologically, it doesn't even make sense. But B, it's a recipe for quitting because that sucks and that's no way to go through life. So, um, Long story long, if you're with me this far, yeah, I mean, deadlifting, you might be disappointed if you chase nothing but performance, right? Or maybe you could say to yourself, I don't need to be XYZ strong, and you'd be right if you said that. But if you can shift your mindset a little bit to be like, man, <laughs> this, is, this, is part of, this is part of who I am, and I want to be engaged, and I want to have somewhere else to focus my energy, at least for a season out of every year, it'll really help you just stay engaged in the whole process. And guys, that's all, that's the key to success right there. We say consistency is key. We say, you know, enjoyment is, is, is you know, important for long-term success. And those things are true, but it all starts with how hard, how well you engage the process. Like when you sleep, breathe and die, this like that's when that's when you know that you're going to you're going to be with this forever and it's no longer a chore but it's something you are on fire about and that's exactly what we want for you all right so i hope i hope one person decides to stop doing burpees and doing deadlifts instead because of this video and then i will know that my job is done <laughs> all right have a good one everybody <laughs>